Uh, welcome to the Laughing Place podcast. We're recording this on New Year's Eve Eve, era of New Year's Eve, the day before New Year's Eve, the penultimate day of the year. Today, I'm joined with by Alex. Hello. Kyle. Hello. And making his annual, should be double annual because he's supposed to do the Audi show by contract too, but we keep forgetting, Doobie Mosley, Laughing Place co-founder. It's wonderful to be here with you guys today. You're like podcast emeritus. I am, and I'm I'm pleased to come down from upon high and join you for my uh, semi-annual visit. So it's our bold prediction show. Yay, waka waka, Cameron Arms. Uh, we're going to go back and look at our bold predictions from last year, and then we're going to try and do a heck of a lot better this year. So the way we did it last year was we did studios, parks, than everything else. So my studio prediction was Jennifer Lee departs Disney Animation. That didn't happen. What did happen? Did she get promoted or something? No, she just, you know, probably stayed at home. Um, Alex said a project will start as 20th Century Studios, but will be branded as Disney. Uh, actually, that didn't happen from 20th Century Studios, but 20th Television did move something to Hulu. Half point. No, because it didn't happen yet, and that was, it's under studios. Kyle said they'll create a FX-branded studio label. Didn't happen. Doobie said both Pixar will be in the bottom five of Pixar films of all time. One of those is right. In fact, they might both be right, right? Onward? So th- that's a question, because so I had to go back and listen. And you didn't mean in terms of box office. You meant in terms of quality. No, I meant box office. You misinterpreted what I meant. And Rebecca said, uh, with her bonus prediction, we will see Disney Plus original content as a Fathom event. (laughs) Um, Not her fault. (laughs) Yeah, not her fault. Uh, But yeah, that didn't happen. It's a good idea, though. We'll go in reverse order for parks. Rebecca said, the U.S. parks sell franchise-based packages, including experiences. Once again, not her fault, but um, DB American Adventure will be replaced by a theater that shows Hamilton. (laughs) That was dumb. Kyle says Soren over California returns permanently. Um, We'll be happy if any version of Soren returned permanently. uh, You got that exactly wrong. (laughs) Alex says Disney Quest 2.0 replaces the NBA experience. Which is kind of funny. Something did replace the NBA experience, and it was absolutely nothing. Is it closed? Yeah. For good? Well, I mean, who knows? But Lots of high-touch services in there. My prediction was Bob Capek leaves the, as head of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. Whoa. Now, I admit that didn't go the way I expected, but it still happened. Who is the head of Disney Parks Experience and Products? Josh Tomorrow. And who's his boss? Bob Chapek. But technically, Bob Chapek is still the head of Disney Park Experience and Products. Yeah, but I went back and listened. That's, I, I gave myself a lot of wiggle room on this one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. For all the wrong reasons, give yourself a point for that one. Uh, everything else, I said Disney buys MGM. Didn't happen. Alex said Disney Plus will add tiered subscriptions to get deeper vault content, which is kind of the exact opposite of what happened i shouldn't have been so specific (laughs) (laughs) if i had been specifically vague like benji 
<laughs> That's the key. Disney, according to Kyle, Disney will announce formal partnership with Instagram. I don't believe that happened. No, TikTok instead. <laughs> GP said Disney Plus will be within 10% of Netflix subscribers in the United States. How'd I do? Not quite. That's very similar to my prediction for this year, by the way, I'm realizing. And Rebecca said, uh, we will see drones in nighttime shows to reduce pyro. Perhaps on the cruise. <laughs> Rebecca did not see COVID coming. I'll tell you that much. So symbolic of this year. Also, we did get some bonus predictions from uh, Kyle and Rebecca. Kyle said the Mandalorian after show will be called Fandalorian. Mm, good one. Although they did get a Mandalorian after show in a manner of speaking. Uh, but because of the it's just a way after show. And Rebecca said the popularity of Baby Yoda will decline when his name is revealed to be Frank. <laughs> She was half right there. <laughs> Did his popularity decline now that he has a name? I think marginally. Marginally. Grogu is French for Frank, so I mean. <laughs> I thought it was Swahili for Frank. That's Swahili for is my lucky day. <laughs> but that's when you like translate it back. You know, you translate it from Arabesh to Swahili, and it goes from Frank to Grogu, but then you translate Grogu back, and then it becomes It's My Lucky Day. Why is there no Mandalorian after show? like there is for Walking Dead. That seems like such a no-brainer. I think it's because not everyone gets to watch it at the same time. Well, according to Twitter, everyone watches it at midnight because then by 2 a.m., it's it's free-for-all. This is why you the first thing you do before you even get out of bed is watch it and then check your social media. I did pretty okay watching it on Saturday mornings all season long until I woke up on the Friday morning of the finale and looked at Slack, and they were already like, how do we headline this story? And I'm like, all right, well, I'm <laughs> guess change of plans. Put on the coffee, and let's sit here and bed. You may not have the best job in the world for avoiding spoilers, Kyle. Might not. We also did our most anticipated movie. Mine was Eternals. Good. Good pick. As well as Kyle was also Eternals. Alex had Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> And Doobie had Mulan. So, Doobie, how was Mulan? I actually liked it. It took me forever to see it, but once I did, I loved it. That was not a bad pick. For your, for your most anticipated, you sure took your sweet time in a year with not a lot to do. <laughs> in fact, I would say I liked it more than Soul, more than Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, I think that was a good pick. Not as much as Mando Season 2, though, that's for sure. Uh, least anticipated uh, for, for myself and Alex was Deep Water. Kyle said the one and only Ivan, which did get released on Disney Plus, and DB said Onward. That's legit. It was just a movie. It wasn't half bad. Is that is that a is that a joke? An Onward joke? That was an Onward joke. Yes. Deep Water didn't come out, right? That is correct. Okay, I'm confusing that with Underwater, which I did see, which I would have picked as my least anticipated if I could go back in time. Ivan's on Disney Plus. Yes. I should see that. That's a different movie than the one and only. Dinner with the American Family Band. No, isn't there like the one and only Ivan or the one? I don't know. Never mind. Ignore me. The one and only. That's the same movie. That is the same movie. So what's it called? The one and only Ivan is the same as the one and only Ivan. So Ivan's just a shortening for it. Okay, so we, we're going to judge these movies a little differently than we originally anticipated. We um, we we used to do rotten, fresh, and then hit or miss. 
um, based on box office. Obviously, box office isn't the greatest way to judge things. Only one of these had a fair shot where we all said it the same. So we're just going to forget box office. And we're going to go with um, uh, Rotten Fresh from last year. I For the Call of the Wild, I said Rotten as, long, as well with Kyle and Doobie. And Alex said Fresh. And it was 62%, so barely fresh. But Alex gets the point. Barely fresh. And I got on the back of the DVD box. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, that's right. Did you really? Yeah. So yeah, you, if, you if, wait. That's no you fair. Have, you may be the one that put it over the fresh marker. I'm not Rotten Tomato certified, so I did not. <laughs> but uh, if you if you have one of those antiquated antiquated disc players and you purchase Call of the Wild, um, the back of the box has a quote attributed to moi. Does like your family buy like fifteen of them just like- actually? So the first one I got on was Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, and that one I think it was because my first like I couldn't keep it a secret, so I I told them, and then my mom bought like twenty copies with Call of the Wild. <laughs> I decided to surprise her, so I bought her a copy and sent it to her, and then she she called me and she was like, "Oh, you?" I was like, "Did you get anything in the mail?" She goes, "Oh yeah, Call of the Wild came." I was like, "Did you check the box?" And then she was like, oh, no. And then it was fun to hear her reaction. That's cool. That is so awesome. I'm trying to find it on the interweb and failing. But, oh, a perfect adventure family movie. Is that you? That's me. Wow. Zoom, zoom into the fine print. There's just one quote on there. It's not like a bunch of them. It's just you. No, it's just me. And okay. I, got to share, I got to share breathing space with Harrison Ford, thanks to that movie. Back when that I was, was safe. Yeah, yeah that's Back when you could do that, I think the last the last celebrity I got to see face to face before everything stopped was Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable. <laughs> Inconceivable. The next movie was Onward. We all said fresh. It was 88%. So we all get a point there. The final movie I saw in theaters, Mulan, 73%. We all said fresh. So there we go. Um, the New Mutants, we all said rotten. 34%. Solid. Artemis Fowl, we all said rotten, which is good because it got 8%. 8 8 That's got to be the worst reviewed movie of the year. <laughs> the only place that gave it a good review was Laughing Place for some reason. <laughs> it was not me this time, guys. Alex tried to get on the DVD back again. That was I didn't do that one. Soul, is, uh, we all said fresh except Doobie said rotten. How did you and do? It was 95%. I was close. The one and only Ivan. Alex said fresh. I, Kyle, and Doobie said rotten. 70%. So that is fresh. And that's all she wrote. Which, if you're keeping track, Doobie got four right. Kyle got five right. I got six right. And do Alex has a perfect score of seven. Woop woop. Again, he influences. It's not fair, but okay. <laughs> Again, I'm not a Rotten Tomato swear. <laughs> My reviews don't count. You go to the, the screenings. You see what all the other people think. I don't. I don't pay attention to them. And I will say. I will say the most like out of. Uh, the, the most out of touch I've ever felt with the critical community was at Sundance. And I walked out of a Fox searchlight film um, called Wendy ha- 
having absolutely hated it. And everyone else around me is talking about how wonderful, wonderful and visceral and existential that was. And I'm like, that's the worst version of Peter Pan I've ever seen. And I've seen them all. And so I trashed it. And then I never felt so vindicated as when the Rotten Tomato score came out. And that was like 14%. And I was like, thank you. I must have just seen it with a bunch of morons who I thought were smart because it was Sundance. That is a great story. Thank you. <laughs> but I usually go against the grain <laughs> on what Rotten Tomatoes does. I often really like things that get a low tomato meter rating. Like Artemis Fowl. I did not like it, and I didn't review it. So this year, we're going to mix up how we do movies, because who knows how it's going to be released. So instead of doing... We're still going to do Fresh and Rotten, but we're also going to do if we will enjoy it or not. Um, so, But then we can all lie to inflate our scores. Yeah, but Doopy won't remember what he's picked. How are we judging this if we don't see it? Does that assume we don't like it? Yeah. Th- then you go see it. I would, say, I would say if you didn't bother to see it, then you aren't interested enough to have liked it. Okay, yeah, because there's some movies here I'm not going to see. It's just a fact. Okay. Like, um... Like The King's Man. Like Shang-Chi. There's a solid chance I won't... No, I'll see that. I'll see that. West Side Story? I want to see that. I'm looking forward to that one. Okay. Well, let's keep going. Stella! Stella! No, 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 no. Wow, that's Streetcar Named Desire. (laughs) Not a musical. Stella, you're putting it with your talent. You're a so we're going to start with WandaVision coming to Disney Plus on January 15th. Do, you, do I need to explain what the show is? Or do we got this one? Do we? Does anyone know what this show is? Well, I know it's a blend of classic television and the Marvel Cinematic Universe in which Wanda Maximoff and Vision, two superpowered beings living idealized suburban lives, begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. Does that go on? That, does it, has anyone seen any of this? Is this the actual show, or is that just like the pilot and then all the fun stuff of the black and white disappears? I don't think it disappears. Oh, I shouldn't say black and white. I don't know. Like, I know they do different eras of sitcoms. Oh. I, I think that's like... Yeah, like if you watch the trailer, it starts out with them on like an I Love Lucy style sitcom, and then it flashes forward to something very, like, Laverne and Shirley looking. Okay, I am so looking forward to this. <laughs> so much so that he's never seen a trailer and hasn't gotten this whole thing. I've seen the trailer. I, I, I just, I'm stupid. Come on, you know this by now. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Doobie, hit or miss? I'm going to say this is going to be a fresh hit. Fresh I guess I, I said hit or miss. That <laughs> Fresh, uh, and I will like I'm, it. I'm going to go with pick it or kick it. Fresh, really? You're going to be able to tell the difference on this audio? <laughs> Fresh, pick it. In, in memory of Radio Disney. Uh, Kyle? Uh, a fresh, like it. I refuse to say <laughs> kick it or pick it. Alex? Fresh, pick it. I'm going to go with fresh, pick it, too. How many iterations of Pick It or Kick It did you go through? Because if you listen to FM radio, there are tons of them. Like there was, uh, there's Thrash It or Trash It. There's, uh, 
there was a country station called Camel Country, and they had Hump It or Dump It. Whoa. I didn't go with it's that It's Camel Country. It's okay. <laughs> Next, we got the Disney Plus original film, Flora and Ulysses, which is a delightful comedy adventure based on the Newbery Award-winning book about a 10-year-old uh, Flora, an avid comic book fan, and a self-avowed cynic whose parents have recently separated. After rescuing a squirrel named Ulysses, Flora is amazed to discover he possesses unique superhero, superhero powers, which he then takes them on an adventure of humorous complications that ultimately changes Flora, Flora's life and her outlook forever. When you do these synopses, can you just also say animated or live action? Sure, live action. Who's first? I'm going to go with Alex. If it's as good as Timmy Failure, which I am thinking it is just based on the source material, I am going to say Fresh Picket. Uh, Kyle? I'm going to say Rotten Kick It. I'm going to need Alex to drop in the Beastie Boys anytime we say Kick It. Kick It! Doobie? Um, if this is anything like Timmy Failure, I'm going to quite like it, and it will be fresh. So I'm going to say Fresh Pick It! I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Rotten Picket. Rotten Picket? Can you do that? Why? Because I, I might like it, but I'm saying critics might not. Like You're talking it. to the guy who likes every talking dog movie under the sun. Of course, there's a there's a world where he can... And like let's be it. real, this, this talking super rabbit movie probably has a talking dog somewhere in it. Wait, the rabbit talks? Yeah, I didn't know that. Do we know the rabbit talks? The squirrel. Squirrel. Oh, I'm sorry, squirrel. Didn't you say in the in the log line that the squirrel superpowers, superpowers? But I don't know if it talks. Oh, well, okay. Whether or not it talks, <laughs> it's going to be all CG. My pick hinges on that. Oh, too bad. It's going to be the new Grogu. Next, we have Raya and the Last Dragon. It's animated because it's made by Walt Disney Animation Studios. It travels to a fantasy world where humans and dragons live together for long ago in harmony. But when an evil force threatened the land, the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity. Now, 500 years later, that same evil has returned. It is up to a lone warrior, Raya, to track down the legendary last dragon to restore the fractured land and its divided people. However, along her journey, she learns that it will take more than a dragon to save the world. It's going to take that trust and teamwork as well. So I saw this movie uh, three times when DreamWorks put out their version. So I know it's good, so I'm going to go fresh, but I won't like it. Fresh, kick it! Kick it! What was DreamWorks' version? How to your dragon. What about you, Alex? Uh, I will go fresh, pick it. Kyle? Fresh, like it. You can go fresh, pick it. Next we have The King's Man, which is the prequel to The Kingsman, and it is from our friends at 20th Century Studios. As a collection of history's worst tyrants and criminal masterminds gather to plot a war to wipe out millions, one man must race against time to stop them. Discover the origins of the very first independent intelligence agency in The King's Man. Live action. Go with Alex. Oh, I'm really having a hard time with this one because I loved the first one and I didn't see the second one because I know a couple people who told me it wasn't worth seeing. And I believe this is from the exact same writer director uh so i am going to say rotten kick it, kick it. but i'm torn oh i'll go with fresh kick it, kick it. Maybe? 
Um, it's definitely a kick it because our rules say if we don't see it, it's a kick it. And the first one was really good, apparently. The second one, I've done my research, was rotten. So there's no way they're bouncing back. This is going to be a, a rotten. I'm going to go for rotten kick it as well. Next, we're going to Disney Plus because uh, on March 19th, 20. By the way, that's scheduled to come out March 12th, 2021, theatrically. So, you know. Um, <laughs> The Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming to Disney Plus from our friends at Marvel. So in Marvel Studio, this is live action. Baby. In Marvel Studios, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the pair who came together in the final moments of Avengers Endgame team up on a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. Kyle? Fresh like it. Maybe? Uh, yeah, fresh like it. Alex? I like how you're so not used to saying 2021. Fresh like it. Did I say 2020 again? No, you went. You went 2021. Like, oh. you, like you were almost going to not include it. Um, but fresh picket. I'm gonna go fresh picket too. Speaking of Marvel, Mar- May 7th, 2021. Theatrically, we got Black Widow. Woo-hoo! Do, I need, do I need to give the synopsis because we did this movie last year? But um, I believe the synopsis is uh, what's her name? Good, I forgot her name. Black Widow. Scar Jo. Scarlett Johansson. Wears a tight black outfit and kicks people's butt. That's all you need to know. Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. Alex? Fresh pick it. Kyle? Fresh like it. Maybe? Fresh, my most anticipated Marvel movie of the year, and like it. No fresh picket. Free Guy, also a movie we did last year, coming out May 28th, 2021, starring Deadpool. In 20th Century Studios' epic adventure comedy Free Guy, a bank teller who discovers he is actually a background player in an open-world video game, decides to become the hero of his own story, one he rewrites himself. Now, in a world where there are no limits... He is determined to be the guy who saves the world his way before it's too late. If the guy who does the um, uh, honest trailers ever dies, you do a spot on impression. Thank you. I'm glad I have some skill. I will go with Kyle. Um, I will say rotten like it. Alex? I'm sure this is the polar opposite of what I picked last year, but now I've seen a trailer. Rotten kick it. Give me. So Google says this has been released already in Brazil. Is that true? Probably. So if that's the truth, Brazil is liking it. So I'm going to use advantage of that insider, take advantage of that insider info and go fresh, kick it. I'm going to go with fresh, kick it. Next we have Cruella. Cruella. If she doesn't scare you, no evil thing will. Academy Award winner Emma Stone stars in Disney's Cruella, an all-new live-action feature film about the rebellious early days of one of cinema's most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains, the legendary Cruella de Vil. So, what do you think? Um, This is going to be... Oh, this one's so hard. The trailer made it look so awesome... And yet it could still end up horrible with the exact same trailer. I just don't know what direction they're taking it. 
I'm going to say it's going to be rotten, and I am going to pick it. I think I will like it. And this this is the the single thing where my opinion of it changed the most based on Investor Day. So, which is something that most people haven't seen, just to be upfront. No, Investor Day. Right, I know, but they didn't show that to the public. Not the not not the upfront. Kyle, save us. Um, I'm going to like it, and I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say that there's going to be a lot of punk rock fans, and so the critics will say it's fresh. Alex, fresh pick it. I'm going to go for rotten kick it. Kick it. Kick it. Kick it good. Kick it real good. No. Next, we've got coming in May to Disney Plus, Marvel Studios Loki. Featuring the god of mischief as he steps out of his brother's shadow in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Uh, to be this is live action. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to go with Fresh Picket. Uh, Alex? I am going to go with Rotten Picket. I think this one... I, this one just looks so weird. I mean, I still want to see it because it's Marvel Studios. Um, but I think this is going to be the the bad one of the bunch. The bad batch. <laughs> Wait, we'll get to that later. Kyle? Let's say the uh, fresh like it. Maybe? Um, I am the opposite of Alex in so many ways. So I am going to say it's going to be quite fresh and I will hate it. Okay. Next from the one of the from the brilliant minds of Pixar comes Luca. This is animated. It is set in a beautiful seaside town on the Italian Riviera. And it's a coming-of-age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. They are sea monsters from another world, just below the water's surface. Is that for real? Did you not see the Investor Day's pitch? <laughs> Clearly I did. I mentioned Cruella, but this wouldn't even <laughs> stick out in my head. <laughs> It was those two boys like running, running along the cliff and then they dive into the water. And then when they came up, they had like scales. Sounds so bad. What? Who are you? It's Pixar. I know it's, it's going to be good. That's a given, but it just sounds so bad. Pixar, which has never made a rotten movie. There's no way this has got to be rotten. It's reversed. It's reversed Little Mermaid, but instead of mer people, they're like sea monster people. Are you forgetting Cars 2? I like Cars 2. So it was fresh to me. Is it your favorite cars? No, it's my third favorite cars. <laughs> uh, this is going to be fresh because it's Pixar. Oh, Pixar, I love them. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, eh, I'll like it because I like every movie Pixar makes, whether I want to or not. I'll. Fresh like it. Alex. Fresh Picket. Did you say yours, Benji? Fresh Picket. Marvel Studios, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings uh, stars Simu Liu as Shang-Chi, who must confront the past he thought he left behind when he is drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings organization. Is this live action? Yes, it's live action. It, which which universe is this in? Is this a Marvel. Doctor Strange? I, I know that, but is this like Doctor Strange offshoot? Where have I seen this character before? You have not. They're introducing another new character? Yes. They have thousands. <laughs> but enough is enough, man. Goodness, I can't keep track of all this. Would you rather see Wonder Woman again? Move on. I'm going to go with Fresh Picket because I-K-F-I-T. What? And Kevin Feige, I trust. I know what he meant. I'm going to get you the embroidered wristband. <laughs> Alex. 
Uh, fresh picket. Kyle. Fresh like it. Maybe. Who cares? It's just another Marvel movie. Oh, why did you both turn into Eeyore? <laughs> All these things just run together so much. It's going to be fresh. The first ones are usually good, and I'm sure I will like it. There's a dark cloud over Doobie and Kyle right now. Jungle Cruise, live action, Doobie. <laughs> Join fan favorites Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt for an adventure of a lifetime. A frolicking to a ride down the Amazon with rice-cracking rice skipper Frank Wolf and intrepid researcher Dr. Lily Houghton. <laughs> Lily travels from London, England, to the Amazon jungle and enlists Frank's questionable services to guide her downriver. I don't know why they felt the need to say London, England. It could be London, Nebraska. <laughs> I guess you're right. London, Ontario. London Tippet. I think you meant to say London Tip Tin, by the way. You're right, I did. Thank you for correcting me and knowing what I meant. Kick it, kick it, tip it. Pop <laughs> it. Twist it. By the way, there is a London, Arkansas, a London, California, Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, Texas, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Oh. And that's just in the United States. I wonder where it is. I know Wisconsin, like the back of my hand, because it looks like the back of my hand. It's very, very south. I'm going to go with Fresh Picket. Alex? Uh, fresh Picket. Kyle? Um, I'll say Rotten, and I probably won't see it, so I'll say Kick It! Kick it. Given that Disney has continued to push this thing back theatrically and not just release it some other way, they must know they've got a good movie here. So I'm going to go Fresh Picket. Next, we have The Beatles Get Back, August 27, 2021. Acclaimed filmmaker Peter Jackson, The Beatles Get Back is a unique cinematic experience that takes audiences back in time to the Beatles' intimate recording sessions during a pivotal moment in music history. The film showcases the warmth, camaraderie, and creative genius that define the legacy of the iconic foursome. Shot in January 1969 and compiled from over 60 hours of unseen footage and more than 150 hours of unheard audio, all of which has been brilliantly restored, The Beatles Get Back is the story of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr as they plan their first live show in over two years and charts the writing and rehearsing of 14 new songs originally intended for release on an accompanying live album. Uh, Doobie, this is live action. Well, it's a fresh like it, so. I also fresh like it, also known as pick it, because I'm going to get confused if I do different things. Alex? Fresh pick it. Doobie? It's a hard one. It's going to be fresh. I'm going to love it. I'm just not sure I'm going to see it. So I'm still going to say pick it as long as I can pick it, even if I don't see it. I'm going to go with fresh kick it. The trailer for this on Disney Plus was so good. It just You couldn't stop watching. It's just amazing. It's, it's going to be great. Next, summer 2021 on Disney Plus. What if flips the script on the MCU, reimagining famous events from the films in unexpected ways? Coming to, to Disney Plus in summer 2021, Marvel Studios' uh, What If focuses on different heroes from the MCU, featuring a voice cast that includes a host of stars who reprise their roles. This is animated. I will start with Kyle. I'm going to say Rotten Like It. Doobie? I could so not care about this. I'm going to say Fresh Hate It. Hate It? Wow. That's, that's how strong I feel about this. Alex? Fresh Pick It. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to say Fresh Picket, too. Okay, coming on September 17, 2021, 
Based on the 1937 novel by Agatha Christie, Death on the Nile is a daring mystery thriller directed by Kenneth Branagh about the emotional chaos and deadly consequences triggered by obsessive love. I'm going to say Rotten Picket. Alex? Fresh Picket. I'll? Rotten Kick It. Kick It! Jibby? Is this in the same universe as Murder on the Orient Express that he did a while ago, a couple years ago? Yes. I am surprised to see that that barely made rotten. So I'm going to say this, I mean, barely made fresh. So I'm going to say this is going to be rotten because critics are mean, but I'm going to love it. It's going to be an awesome movie. But it only got 60%. They're jerks. They don't know things. They're probably the same people who liked Wendy. His audience score was even less, 53%. Wow. They don't know anything. If Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, it's good. Even Grace, too. I want to ride. She's still around, Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. She's in in Ant-Man. I know, she's in the Ant-Man franchise. She's in this franchise. She's just queen of the franchises now. I thought she disappeared in Ant-Man. You have to watch the end of the movie. She was in Infinity War, or Endgame. Wait, this this starts Gail Got It? Got It? Yes. Oh, uh, um, or her. Gal Gadot. <laughs> I love her. She's this is oh Annette Benning. What a cast! Never mind. Right? Change mine to fresh. Change mine to fresh. Officially changed to fresh. Thank you. Let the record show. Next, we're going to do Encanto, which is the tale of an extraordinary family, the Madrig- Madrigals, who live hidden in the mountain tops of Colombia in a magical house in a vibrant town in a wondrous, charmed place called Encanto. The magic of Encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift, from super strength to the power to heal. Every child except one, Maribel. But when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is in danger, Maribel decides that the only ordinary Madrigal might just be her exceptional family's last hope. The film features all new songs by Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award winner Lin-Manuel Miranda, and is directed by Byron Howard, and it's animated. I'm going to start with Doobie, Mr. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, okay. Is this this is Walt Disney Studios? Yes. Yes. This will be fresh, of course. This could be the worst movie in the world, and the critics will call it fresh. Um, but I'll like it, too. I'll? Um, fresh like it. Uh, Alex? Fresh pick it. It's got Lin-Manuel Miranda writing music and consulting on story. I'm going to go fresh picket as well. Next, we got Eternals, formerly known as The Eternals. So Marvel Studios Eternals welcomes an exciting new team of superheroes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The epic stories, spanning thousands of years, features a group of immortal heroes forced out of the shadows to reunite against mankind's oldest enemy, the Deviants. The outstanding ensemble cast includes Richard Madden as the all-powerful Icarus, Gamma Chan as a humanoid-loving Cersei, Kamali Najimi as comics-powered Nanjiani, and Lauren Ridoff as a super-fast Makari, and by, by Brian Tyree Henry as the intelligent investor Fastos, Selma Hayek as the wise and spiritual leader Ajak, Leah McHugh as the eternally young old soul Sprite, Don Lee as the powerful Gilgamesh, not Gargamel, um, and Barry Hogan as a uh, loof loner druid, Angel- and Angelina Jolie as a fierce warrior, Thena. Kit Harrington plays Dane Whitman, and it's directed by Chloe Zhao. So, Kyle? 
I mean, despite that reading, I'm still going to go with Fresh Like It. <laughs> that was pretty bad, wasn't it? Alex? Fresh Picket. Maybe. Uh, Rotten Kick It. I'm going to go with Fresh Picket. Is this the same MCU? It's all the same. It's all connected. Don't you know the... <laughs> Are these new characters? Yes. Define new. Have they killed anyone? Can they kill someone to at least reduce it? Have they done that yet? They did. Did you not see Endgame? <laughs> I just... I assume they'd be back. Like, Black Widow died, but she's got a movie coming up. This takes place before. Exactly. They Just because they die doesn't mean they leave the universe, because then they do prequels. It's, there's no end. Well, it's okay to kill people off when they're making $20 million a picture. <laughs> so next we got West Side Story, directed uh, by Academy winner Steven Spielberg from a screenplay by Pulitzer Price and Tony Award winner Tony Kushner. West Side Story tells the classic tale of fierce rivalry and young love in 1967, New York City. I like how When You're a Jet is the song that you most associate with West Side Story. Is there another in it? Uh, there's I Want to Be in America. There's I Feel Pretty. There's by Academy Award. Nursey Vince Spielberg from I Feel Pretty is from West Side Story. Yes, there's Tonight. There's the Make of Our Hearts One Heart song. There's Maria. Maria Stella. You're putting me through hella. See, I know all of these songs not from watching West Side Story, but from working on the Glee episode where they did West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> so it comes out December 10th, 2021. But if you want to like him on Facebook, uh, their their uh, username is Westside Story 2020. I'm going to go with Fresh Picket. Alex? Fresh Picket. Kyle? Rotten Like It. Doobie? Rotten Like It. Next, we got Ms. Marvel from the main Marvel Cinematic Universe, of which there was only one <laughs> at this point. Marvel Studios' Ms. Marvel live-action, launching on Disney Plus in late 2021, is a new series that introduces Kamala Khan, a 16-year-old Pakistani-American growing up in Jersey City. A great student, an avid gamer, and a voracious fanfiction scribe, she has a special affinity for superheroes, particularly Captain Marvel. But Kamala struggles to fit in at home and at school. That is, until she gets superpowers like her heroes she's always looked up to. Life is easier with superpowers, right? I'm going to start with Doobie. Who is Miss Marvel? Is this a new character? Oh, my Marvel. <laughs> there are thousands and thousands and thousands of characters. That doesn't mean they have to introduce them all to this. They are just getting started. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the vehicle. Por favor, mantengase alejados. <laughs> I thought this was just like a sequel to uh, Captain Marvel. No, that one's Captain Marvel 2. So this is just yet another new character. Yes. Goodness. Is this played by a child like I keep seeing in all these pictures? I mean, a 16-year-old. So many characters. This is the last new character. Oh, my God. Hawkeye now. No. Oh, my God. Um, no. <laughs> and Hawkeye's not new, by the by. No, I know. But just anyway, I'm going to go fresh pick it and i'm gonna kick myself for picking it because it's because i keep watching it that they keep doing it kyle fresh like it alex fresh pick it fresh pick it for me too next we have hawkeye starring jeremy renner as hawkeye who teams up with another well-known archer from the marvel comics kate bishop 
played by Haley Steinfeld. And the cast also includes Vera Farmiga, Fry Free, Tony Dalton, Zan McClanaman, Brian Darcy, James, and newcomer Alaqua Cox as Maya Lopez. This is live action. It's live action. I'm going to go fresh picket because I K F I T. Alex. This is one where, because of listening to This Week in Marvel with you in cars, um, I'm going to say Fresh Picket. I wouldn't have had much interest in it, but everyone seems to really love the character Kate Bishop. So while I'm not a huge uh, Clint Barton fan, I am looking forward to getting introduced to Kate Bishop. Kyle? Fresh like it, but only if they make Clint go deaf. Do we? So I'm just now learning that this Clint guy is Hawkeye, so that makes me feel better. But Kate Bishop, another new character, right? Yes. Fresh pick. Next we have the Book of Boba Fett. With Boba Fett. This journey will continue in the Book of Boba Fett, which will be set within the timeline of The Mandalorian and star the Boba Fett, along with Mina Wynn as Fennec Sand. And Robert Rodriguez, who directed Chapter 14 of The Mandalorian, will be leading this series with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. I'm going to go Fresh Picket. Alex. Fresh Picket. Kyle. Fresh Picket. Doobie. What do you think is called the Book of Boba Fett? Because it's going to start with Belle in her library going, sing me a story, sing me a rhyme. And then she's going to sing you stories about Boba Fett. Because it's biblical. You're not going to believe what happens to Boba Fett in Chapter 3. I'm going to go fresh pick. Okay, and finally, the Bad Batch, also from the Star Wars. The Bad Batch follows the elite and experimental clones of the Bad Batch, first introduced in the Clone Wars, as they find their way in a rapidly changing galaxy in the immediate aftermath of the Clone Wars. Members of the Bad Batch, a unique squad of clones who vary genetically from their brothers in the Clone Army, each possess a singular exceptional skill that makes them extraordinarily effective soldiers and a formidable crew. In the post-Clone Wars era, they will take on daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find a new porpoise. It's animated. I'm gonna go with Rotten Kick It. Kick it! Alex. Rotten Kick It. Kick it! Kyle. Um, fresh. Couldn't care less. Rotten Kick It. Kick it! And Dibby. I'm going to go with way too much content by Disney this year, next year. And? Rotten Kick It. Okay, that's all of the stuff from the Disney Studios group. We're not doing anything from the television group, so, you know, there's more. We're, we're not doing Theranos? <laughs> no, we're not doing Theranos. Or the Kardashians? Or uh-huh. Alien? This is Alien. Is that how it's going to start? That make me happy. <laughs> with James Earl Jones, yes. You are on Nostromo with Sigourney Weaver. Okay, so we're going to mix up how we do our bold predictions. We're going to do media, which includes movies, television, etc., etc. Parks. The King and I. It's Fox. And, and then we're going to do a wild card, which we're changing up. It used to be everything else, but that's a little complicated. So if you can either pick another media and Parks prediction or something that doesn't fit that mold. Why don't you go ahead, Alex? Are we just doing media right now? Media first. My media prediction, bold prediction, is Indiana Jones 5 will get canceled. Is that really bold? They just talked about it during Investor Day. I think that's a weak bold prediction, but fine, whatever. I I think it's okay, because he didn't say delayed. Okay, that's true. Uh, Kyle? 
Um, I will say that Disney will rebrand one of its cable networks to Searchlight. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Dibby? Uh, I'm going to say Disney Plus, properly measured, meaning star, where it's really Disney Plus, um, will overtake Netflix and worldwide subscriptions. Mine is U.S. subscribers to Disney Plus will get the sixth tile. We'll get the sixth what? Tile. We'll get we'll get star as a as a bonus tile. So if you were a part oh, of the investor the day, tile. Goodness, I know what he means Canada. now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you got a parks prediction to me? I do. Um, by twelve thirty one twenty twenty one, we will know what the new name of Pixar Pier will be. Whoa. Will it even be reopened yet? I am making no COVID-related predictions. How about you, Kyle? Um, I think that the uh, Disneyland Resort will be renamed French Laundry. <laughs> no. Um, I think, I'm, I'm sure we've done this one before, but now it's going to happen for real. Disneyland Park will announce a significant refurb of Sleeping Beauty Castle that will change its stature. So it has to Whoa, whoa, not a chance. No, not no. If that comes true, that is that is maybe the boldest prediction in the history of this I show. Gonna, I was going to say, there's probably more people who would be upset about that than like if they changed the stature of the Vatican. Dude, Kyle, that is bold. Alex? <laughs> Mine is that parks, experiences, and products will jettison products and let them be their own division again so that they can do it right. By that, I mean they can't run Shop Disney. Interesting. So, so wait, Alex, do you have a problem with Shop Disney? That's not for here, but <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the amount of issues that have happened to many a, a Disney fan with Shop Disney over the course of the time frame that uh, products has been part of parks and experiences. Um, I think I think they are going to realize that it's not where it needs to be leadership wise, and they should be on their own again. Good answer. Good answer. I'm going to say they're going to announce a galactic star cruiser type experience that is located nowhere near Disney theme park. Australia. Las Vegas. Announce? I mean, they're always announcing stuff. That doesn't mean anything. But no, like, and I don't mean like we might do this. Like, like, here's the place. Here's the thing. Here's the date. Maybe in Virginia. Same to like, you know, early colonial. America. Yeah, <laughs> Alexander Hamilton days. Wow, if they had that now. Oh, I want to take that ADD. <laughs> Next, we got wild card. You want to start, Alex? Yes, my wild card is Kevin Mayer will return to Disney or end up CEO of a company that Disney buys in 2021. Wow. What if Disney just buys TikTok? He's oh, gone. He's not there anymore. Never mind. Well. Right. <laughs> Well, I was wrong about Disney partnering with Instagram last time, so now I'm going to say that they're just going to buy Instagram when the DOJ breaks up Facebook. Wow. Oh, man, Kyle, you've like redefined boldness today. That's insane. I'm going to say Kevin Feige named chief creative officer for the entire Walt Disney Company. That's not bold. That's bold. Who's currently chief creative officer? We don't have one. Oh. We're making a new job. Wasn't it John Lasseter? No. He was just head of animation. And he was a creative advisor to Imaginary, but he wasn't chief oh, creative I thought, officer. I thought he was a chief creative officer. No. Okay. And Dibby? Mine is that the price of Walt Disney stock one year from December 31st, 2020 will be double what it is on December 31st, 2020. <laughs> from yeah. your mouth to Walt's ears. Um, 
and everyone's going to go, how is this possible? But it will happen. So last call for any bonus predictions. We had a couple last year. Oh, I had one. Oh, so one I almost made was uh, Kareem will not have this job by the end of the year. One I was thinking about is, I mean, probably I've just been reading too much Twitter, um, is Disney keeping its Burbank lot, but moving its corporate operations out of California. I've got one more. This one very much contradicts my my last one, my main bold prediction. But uh, for one reason or another, for a real period of time, Bob Iger will be the CEO of Disney next year. The Jay Leno of Disney CEOs. Okay, so uh, last we're going to say our most anticipated something, whatever it could be, of 2021. So, Alex? Uh, I am going to say Encanto. Kyle? I feel silly to say WandaVision since it's like two weeks away right now. So I won't. And I'll give it back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Me? Um, is it supposed to be something on this list or anything? Anything. Well, the obvious is the reopening of Disneyland. So I will put okay. that aside. Yeah, I would. I said something not like in something put, new. I will put that aside and say oh, so much good stuff coming. I hope. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my other wild card bullet prediction is that um, Ratatouille ride will be a consensus failure. Um, I'm going to say harmonious. That was a capital U.S. at the end or lowercase? It is. It is. Would it be a bold prediction to say um, Rise of the Resistance uh, starts working at 100% occupancy, like with no technical hiccups on a daily basis? You have to have some some realm of realism with your predictions. <laughs> yeah, like, like Disney buying Instagram. I'm going to go for one vision. I know Kyle said it's too early, but still my most anticipated by leaps and bounds. So I miss leaps and bounds. Well, actually, my most anticipated is, is going to be when you guys have Doobie on Marvel time and show him Marvel Unlimited and uh, have him experience how many characters there are. I understand there's that many characters. That doesn't mean they need to be in all the movies. You know, there's a lot of Star Wars characters, too, but they still keep it to the, the basic five. No, they don't. That's the exact opposite of what they do. <laughs> and they did that. It didn't work. Doobie's the guy's like, who's this Iron Man? This will never work. <laughs> They're going to release a, a, a talking tree and a chipmunk? I don't think so. Next, they should give Push a movie. The trash can? Yeah. That's a good idea. See you later, trash can. Gotta have a disguise. What's the difference between Hooter and Max Rebo? One's orange, one's blue. Interesting. They were all Lucasfilm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they took the like mold, poured poured blue wax in it, and got Hooter. Popcorn or Churro? Captain EO or Honey or Shrek the Audience? Captain EO. Hiska. I heard Alex Hiska. I heard um, Kyle say Captain EO. Benji? I'm going Hiska. I'm going to say taking all non-movie stuff out of it, Captain EO was a better show. But it was a better show. Certainly made better use of 3D. The fact that Hista, though, is like it's really happening, like you're walking into a live presentation, and I think it pulls it off pretty well, makes it quite really impressive. I love yeah. that about it. Well, the part when like Adam picks up the whole theater and you feel that rumble, and then he lets 
he lets his mice go and then you, they scratch at your legs. That's yeah, so that's cool. why I don't like it. <laughs> the first time, that, that's just so cool. That's so awesome. I also love love anything with a Bruce Boughton score. Well, who doesn't? Right. Does anyone get anything else before we wrap this baby up? Um, I just would like to say thank you for having me on. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on the Laughing Place podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I welcome the invitation in the future, as long as you know it's in about six months when we do Oddies. You're like the Snow White of the Laughing Place podcast, the one who started it all. I love Snow White. Except he didn't actually start it all. I know. Laughing Place podcast was not started by me, funnily enough. Oh, what, what is uh, what is your thoughts, Mr. Snow White, about Snow White's Enchanted Wish? Snow White's Enchanted Wish is exciting mainly because it means this attraction is probably going to be sticking around for a while, which is always a concern. But um, the thought of Snow White having an actual ending is pretty exciting. And he has one now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, you know, I love the fact that Snow White has an attraction. This particular attraction is nothing special. So maybe it'll be a little bit more special. It's quite exciting. I have no fear of them diminishing the witch or whatever. I don't care about all that. That's Disney fanboy stuff. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it very much. I believe it is in my top three of most anticipated for some list we have coming out soon on LP. So is Doobie actually like the Pinocchio of the LP podcast? He was like pretty early and didn't do so well at first, but now he's regarded as classic. I don't even know if uh, if episode one is on on Apple Podcasts anymore. I don't believe it is. At some point I had to cut the RSS because it got too long. So a lot of early episodes are gone. But yeah, it used to just be Daniel and, and Jonathan. They did the first few. They're like, can we do a podcast for Laughing Place? I think they were like 12 and 10 or something at the time. And uh, no, not that. They were not. <laughs> they were not that young. They were pretty young. And then they did a few. And then I think they stopped. And then we decided, hey, let's do a podcast. Actually, Jonathan pushed you to restart it. He did. And he was a part of it in those early days. Captain John. It was fun. I remember back in my day. Anyway. <laughs> when you used to record in the same room. Yes, we did. And it was an adventure every time trying to get the tech right. Oh, dude. How many r- late night runs did we make to like fries and Radio Shack? <laughs> oh, man. I don't remember when fries and Radio Shack existed. We should have a podcast reunion sometime with everyone that's ever been a regular on it. It's quite a list. Donnie used to be a regular. Anyway. That's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> I did not give the entire list. I was I was waiting for more <laughs> with suspense. Donnie, Jonathan, Rebecca. Remember Fanboys yeah. Fan Club? Orb is here. Oh, the girls from WWW and WWU. Commenters. You have to get Marshall and Wing Nike. <laughs> I'm still like Facebook friends with one of those girls. They're married. One of them's married with a kid. Cool. Yeah, Snaff Walter. Winged Nike. That's you can still call, leave us voicemails, and you can still email us. Just nobody does. I think they stop listening. Marshall Knight. Whatever happened to him? He still works for us. He's going to review Gronish for us. And hopefully the Kardashians. Hopefully the Kardashians. <laughs> no, 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 no. Alex has to do the Kardashians. Oh. <laughs> has to. I will take. Literally any other trashy reality show. <laughs> Bachelorette? 
I would do it over if if like gun to the head. I have to pick one. Yeah, I take which is how we actually do assignments at Austin Place. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of instead of popcorn or churro, you've got your Buzz Lightyear Astro Blaster pointed to your head. Which one do you choose? (laughs) Pointed at your retina. You're about to go blind. The one at Disney Quest that actually shoots like dodgeballs at you. Oh, if they bring back Disney Quest, they should bring that back, but instead of theming it to Buzz Lightyear, they should theme it to Disney's Dodgeball. Okay, so that's our show. Anyone got anything they want to say before we wrap it up? Alex? Nope, I'm good. Kyle? Um, I did, but I don't know what it is. (laughs) So, so in other words, no. (laughs) Do Uh, Marvel has way too many characters. That's all. Well established. Have a great day. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, I, I, I hope the miracle of 2021 that suddenly somehow undoes 2020 at midnight that people seem to think on the internet will happen uh, happens, but uh, don't hold your breath. Okay, thanks so much for joining us. We hope everyone has a wonderful 2021, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye, everybody.